Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. Taxpayers should file by July 15th tax deadline automatic extensions to October 15th available. IRS has easy ways to help taxpayers who need more time or payment options. IR 2020-134, June 29th, 2020, Washington. The Department of Treasury and IRS today announced the tax filing and payment deadline of July 15th will not be postponed. Individual taxpayers unable to meet the July 15th deadline date can request an automatic extension of time to file until October 15th. So they've been pushing this thing out. Obviously, generally, your, your tax returns for, for 2019 or the prior year are going to be due in the following year, in this case, 2020, April 15th. But then they pushed it out, and then they pushed it out to July 15th. And now they're not pushing out anymore. The IRS is getting worried. I think they're getting worried over there. They're not going to get paid or something, right? So it's pushed out to July, and they're not going to push it out any further than that. However, as is normally kind of the case, you can still go on extension. And typically, when you normally go on extension, it's basically you, your tax returns normally do on April 15th, and then you go on extension until, and then you have till October. And note, and then, so you could still do that now. So now the, the, July 15th is the deadline, and then you can extend to October. Just remember that as you do so, the payment deadlines are not the same as the filing deadline. So the IRS typically wants to be paid during the year, which would have been uh, during 2019. Uh, so you, the payments are a little bit different this year, of course, as well, because there's been uh, payment deadlines postponement with the filing deadlines, as well as payment deadlines postponements. Uh, for 2020 but just make just realize that when um, one those two things aren't the same the filing deadline and when they want to get paid are not the same thing the filing deadline being pushed out uh, means that you know you're not going to get a penalty for late filing or, or or not filing but the tax is still due and then when they push the deadline for the tax payments out that basically means you may not get you're not going to get charged hopefully penalties for the late payment and possibly not interest but the tax related to the uh, tax year will still accumulate and need to be paid at some point in time, which could actually lead to people kind of getting backed up on the taxes uh, as the payment filing deadlines are delayed and they become due at some point in time, all at all, you know, at one point, possibly. Anyways, back to the text. Due to COVID-19, the original filing deadline and tax payment due date for 2019 was postponed from April 15th to July 15th. The IRS reminds taxpayers filing Form 1040 series returns that they must file Form 4868 by July 15th to obtain the automatic extension to October 15th. So if you want that automatic extension to push it out from July 15th now to October, which is kind of like the normal extension process that would typically take place in April 15th, then you're going to need that form, that form 4868, pretty straightforward form uh, to, to fill out and, and, and process. The extension provides additional time to file the tax return. It is not an extension to pay any tax due. So that's going to be the key point, right? It just extends the time that in which you need to file the tax return so that basically you're going to avoid if you file later the penalties related to filing later doesn't push out the tax deadlines the tax deadlines are going to be a separate thing in terms of when you pay the return return remember that the 1040 is basically supposed to be kind of like an informational return meaning you're supposed to have paid the tax before that point and then you file the 1040 which is an informational return in a perfect world it would 
the amount due would match up to the amount of payments that you made, which of course in the real world is impossible because the tax code's way too complex and no one could possibly predict exactly. So you try to predict, you know, in the ballpark, hopefully a little bit over and get a little bit of a, a refund at the end of the time period. But the point is that the payment portion is supposed to happen kind of before the tax return is, is filed most of the time, the tax return being a uh, informational return. And therefore, when they push out the deadline, you, they could save you the penalty for filing late, uh, you know, because that's what you're going to remove. But the due dates uh, for when the payments are due are still in place. And if those are late, then you're, then you're going to get uh, different kind of penalties and interest for that. Back to the text. The IRS urges people who owe taxes, even if they have filing extension, to carefully review their situation and pay what they can by July 15th to avoid penalties and interest. So there it is. To, you know, they want to avoid penalties and interest. One is to, to, to make sure that you file the extension for the late filing penalty. And two is to make the payments when due. Two separate things. For people facing hardship, including those affected by COVID-19 who cannot pay in full, the IRS has several options available to help. To avoid interest and penalties, the IRS encourages them to pay what they can and consider a variety of payment options available for the remaining, uh, remaining balance. So what you want to do, if you can't pay the taxes, typically, what you, what you don't want to do is just say, well, I'm just not going to file and that's, and that's it. So if, if this might be the first time that anybody, some people probably can't pay the taxes maybe for the first time. And that can be a kind of scary situation. But they do have a lot of uh, options to set up a payment plan, basically, which would be kind of like this, the normal option. So you, you still want to file the tax return like you normally would. Pay, note the liability that you have on it pay what you can with it and then and file the tax return process the tax return to avoid any further penalties and interest related to uh, penalties for late filing or or late payment and then set up the set up the payment plan and there is interest involved with it and whatnot but the iris it's it's not a it's a it's a pretty good you know rate of interest you know within the a market rate of interest and whatnot so that's that's the way to take care of that. Typically, it's not a too tough of a process to set up a payment plan with the IRS if it's something uh, new to, to folks, and I'm sure it is this year. So back to the text, quote, the IRS understands that those affected by the coronavirus may not be able to pay their balances in full by July 15th, but we have many payment options to help taxpayers, end quote, said IRS, IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick, quote, these easy-to-use payment options are available on irs.gov and, and most can be done automatically without reaching out to an IRS representative, end quote. So in other words, to set up the payment plan, typically uh, you could basically do it uh, through the online process without, without communicating, without having to, to talk to anybody about it either, which, which is a good, good thing. So back to the text. Automatic extension of time to file. Taxpayers who need more time to prepare and file their federal tax returns can apply for an extension of time to file until October 15th. To get an extension, taxpayers must estimate their tax liability on the extension form and pay any amount due. So when you file the extension, note you still want to do an estimate about how much taxes you're going to owe, if you think you're going to owe any taxes, and then still pay them Pay them with the extension that would be the the best way to go and you might say well i don't know what the i don't know how much i'm going to pay until i do the taxes yeah well yeah that's the problem man. that's kind of the problem you, you don't know how much you're going to pay but you want to estimate the amount that you're going to pay because if you don't then uh if you underpay then you'll have penalties for you know the underpayment and they want their 
So you want to estimate as best you can and, and make that estimate so that you could save yourself the penalties involved with, with underpayment. Back to the text. Individual taxpayers have several easy ways to file Form 4868 application for automatic extension of time to file U.S. individual income tax return. There's a link to that form here. By July 15th deadline, tax software providers have an electronic version available. So that would be the easiest way to do it if you have a tax preparer preparing your software or if you have tax preparing software, then typically you can do that electronically and file the extension and that would be an easy way to go. In addition, all taxpayers, regardless of income, can use IRS free file to electronically request an automatic tax filing extension. So there's another option if you don't have uh, access to software and you just want to file the extension, which is a pretty, you know, really basic form. You could use the IRS free file. There's a link to that here. There'll be a link to this in the description. Save a step. Get an extension when you make a payment. Taxpayers can also get an extension by paying all or part of their tax due and indicate that the payment is for an extension using direct pay, the electronic federal payment system, EFTPs, or credit or debit cards. These are another options. There's links to those payment options here. When getting an extension by making a payment, payments do not have to file a separate extension form and will receive a confirmation number for their records, which is nice to have the confirmation number, right? It's nice to be able to say, hey, not only did they ex receive the, the form, but if they give you, well, you know, if they give you the confirmation number, you want to be able to have that in, in case they come back later and say, hey, you got, you got a, a penalty for for filing late when you're like no i had an extension and then you want to prove that you had the extension by giving them you know whatever whatever evidence you have of that and and that evidence can't isn't just what you have on your side you know you want to make sure that you have evidence of them receiving the extension within the deadline back to the text De uh, state deadlines may differ so the irs also reminds taxpayers to check their state filing and payment de deadlines which may differ from the federal uh, July 15th deadline. A list of state tax division websites is available through the Federation of Tax Administrators. So you could take a look at the states. Remember, the state and the Fed are not the same thing, right? The Fed and the state, like the state may mirror what the Fed is doing, but uh, but they don't, you know, they're two separate entities. So when you're dealing with the state and the Fed, you want to think of them as two separate, separate entities. And so make sure that uh, you're in compliance with whatever state uh, regulations you're dealing with as well once again to avoid the penalties and interest what they may mirror many of the states may mirror what what the IRS is doing but don't just assume that to be the case because that's not uh, not always the case back to the text payment options taxpayers who owe taxes can choose from the following payment options there's a link to these payment options here IRS direct pay allows payment directly from the checking or savings account this service is free electronic federal tax payment system or EFTPS pay by phone or online the service is free direct or credit card payment this service is free but the processing company may charge a fee fees vary by company so if you want to pay with a credit card the IRS uses a processing company, so the IRS isn't charging you any money, they're saying, but the payment company that they use to process the credit card may charge a fee in that case. And then we have the check or money order made payable to the United States Treasury or U.S. Uh, Treasury through the mail. And remember, the mail is kind of is apparently quite backed up these days, <laughs> so uh, it might take them a little bit longer to process the uh, check or money order. So they're really kind of pushing the electronic payments if possible at this point in time due to the social distancing and whatnot. And I think, to be honest, just IRS's push 
to get everything electronic, but back to the text. The IRS recommends that taxpayers who are unable to pay their taxes in full should act as quickly as possible. Tax bills can quickly accumulate more interest and penalties uh, the longer they sit. So, and, and that really is true. So just, I mean, like if, if this is the first time where you're, where you're saying, hey, look, I can't pay my liability. Like I'm, I'm sure that's the case you know, for many people. And it's a, if it's a new thing, you're going to go, well, I, I might as well not even do my taxes because I can't pay uh, the taxes at this point. Again, that's probably, that's not, it's for sure not the best approach to do because then, it, you know, the thing just gets pushed out. So what you want to do is avoid the penalties and interest as much as possible and then pay what you can. And so you want to avoid the late filing penalty by going on extension and or filing the tax return and then you want to avoid any late payment penalties by making any payments that you can and then uh, setting up whatever you can with the IRS, such as a payment plan, so that so that you set the terms of your penalties and uh, I'm not you can remove most of the penalties that way. And then you set the terms on your interest payments uh, that, that are set up and you'll be in good standing with the IRS if you need to negotiate with the IRS on things uh, and, and you have requests. It's there. There are a lot. It's a lot easier to do so if they if they feel like you're dealing with them in good faith, right? If you just if you just don't respond to anything for, uh, you know, a, a few months or something, then it's a little bit more difficult to to work with them in good faith. So if you just um, even if you can't make the payment, if you set up the payment plan, that uh, would typically be the easiest thing to do. And like you say, what if you file the tax return and you owe money? then pay what you can and the, and then you could set up basically the payment plan you may be able to do that simply online and you don't have to basically talk to anybody on it you might be able to do the whole thing through uh through either tax software or the irs website okay back to the text several payment options are available on irs.gov forward slash payment there's a link to that here to help taxpayers who can't pay in full and some can offer taxpayers smaller penalties though interest and late payment penalties continue to accrue on any unpaid taxes after july 15th the failure to pay tax penalties rate is cut in half well an installment agreement in effect is in effect the usual penalty rate is 0.5 percent per month is reduced to 0.25 percent for the calendar quarter beginning July 1st, 2020, the interest rate for the underpayment is 3%. So that's that's what you want to do. You want to cut, I mean, the best you can do, you know, if you owe money, is cut down the penalties and the interest as much as you can. And obviously the IRS incentivizes you to do so by keeping in communication and good standing and setting up the agreements and, you know, all that. All right, back to the text. Most taxpayers who cannot pay in full have the following payment options. Online payment agreement. There's a link to that here. These are available for individuals who owe $50,000 or less in, <clears throat> in combined income tax, penalties, and interest, and businesses that owe $25,000 or less in combined payroll tax, penalties, and interest, and have filed all uh, the tax returns. So hopefully that covers, you know, most people, there's a link to that process here. So that's going to be the online payment agreement back to the text. Most taxpayers qualify for this option and an online payment agreement can usually be set up in a matter of minutes on irs.gov forward slash 
OPA. There's a link to that here. Online payment agreements are available Monday through Friday, Friday, 6 a.m. to 12.30 a.m., Saturday, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., Sunday, 6 a.m. to midnight. All times are uh, Eastern time. Certain fees may apply. Installment agreements. So then we have the installment agreement. Taxpayers who do not qualify to use the online payment agreement option or choose not to use it can also apply for a payment plan by phone or by mail by submitting form uh, 9465 installment agreement request. There's a link to that here. Installment agreements paid by direct deposit from a bank account or payroll deduction will help taxpayers avoid default on their agreements. So once you set up a, a basically agreement, of course, then then you, you want to make sure that you make the, the payments in accordance with the agreement or agreement or you'll have to it'll default the agreement and then you got to set up the agreement back it back up again. And again, the more you do that, the more difficult it can kind of get after a while because the IRS starts to feel like it's a not, you know, they want you to keep the thing going. So they're going to it's going to feel like a not good faith thing. Right. And then that'll be a, a little bit more difficult. So you want to set up the agreement, make sure you can set up the agreement to, to be able to clear the payments, which is something that there's a, there's a good deal of flexibility, usually with the payment, with the agreements to be set up. And then make sure that you pay them. And if you if uh, if you forget and whatnot, then you might just want to have some kind of electronic payment to automatically process it, just so that you don't accidentally forget. And then the payment plan goes down because now that it gets canceled, and then you got to set the thing back up, and that's you know it kind of takes a lot of time. All right, back to the text. It also reduces the burden of mailing payments and save postage uh, costs. Certain fees may apply. Temporary delay uh, collection. You can contact the IRS to request a temporary delay of the collection process. If the IRS determines a taxpayer is unable to pay, it may delay collection until the taxpayer's financial condition improves. Penalties and interest continue to accrue until the full amount is paid. So you can't actually compromise with the <clears throat> with the IRS. You can say, "Hey, look, I don't, I just, I can't pay it. I'm going to have a temporary delayment, possibly." Or the next, the next option is an offer in compromise. I'll just note that uh, if you do the temporary delay, it, it looks like you're still going to be subject to uh, interest and possibly some penalties related to the delayed payment. But if that's what you need to, so it may not be a really a whole lot better option than the payment plan, unless the uh unless the payment plan is you just can't make any payments right you can't make the minimum payments on the payment plan then then you might just have the temporary delay and that might be good and then there's the offer and compromise and you can you can look into the offer and compromise certain taxpayers qualify to settle their tax bill for less than the amount they owe by submitting an offer and compromise to help determine eligibility use the offer and compromise pre-qualifier tool so if if you owe a substantial amount of tax debt and uh, and you just can't pay it like and and normally the IRS is going to basically you're going to be looking at you can look into the offer and compromise it's all there you can see you know the process for it but it's you're you're basically saying to the IRS hey look I there's no way that I'm going to pay the debt that's out there you know we should it'd be best for both of us to settle for something less than that and to and typically you would think obviously from the IRS's standpoint what are they going to ask for for that they're going to they're going to look at your ability to pay typically right how much how much do you have on, you know, what are your assets, liabilities, what are your revenue and expenses on a monthly basis or yearly basis, and then determine if, you know, what's your eligibility to, to pay the outstanding debt, you know, what are your circumstances. So, you know, that is an option to, 
uh, that could be available to some people. It's more likely that you'll get, an, uh, you know, if they're actually going to lower the tax debt, the IRS is just going to lower it, even though you actually incurred the debt. You know, they, you owe it. You're not trying to say it's not something I don't owe. You're basically saying I know I incurred the, the debt, but, uh, you know, we're going to negotiate it down. Then it's typically going to be a situation where you can't, you know, you're not in a situation to pay the debt and you're basically kind of convincing the IRS that that's going to be the case due to, you know, current circumstances, whatever those may be, meaning that your that your revenue is probably not up to par to ever pay off the, the debt that's out there and or you don't have uh, sufficient assets over the liabilities to, to be able to uh, pay the debt. So you can look in, you can look into that. It can be a little bit complex on the offer and compromise. But all the all the, there's a lot of information on it, and you can and you can go through that process if it's something applicable to you. Back to the text. In addition, taxpayers can consider other options for payment, including getting a loan to pay the amount due. In many cases, loan costs may be lower than the combination of interest and penalties for the IRS must charge under the federal law. So it it, it could be possible, and it's really a, a funny situation right now because, you know, the 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 Fed the government is trying to lower uh, interest rates, you know, as the account to, you know, to do whatever they're doing for the economy or whatever. And so the interest rates on a loan, I mean, could plausibly be low at this point in time. If you were able to get a loan, the interest rates for the IRS is not, are usually not are fair. I think it was said like 3%, but you know, if the interest rates get weirdly low due to, uh, due to, you know, the government intervention or whatever, to stimulate the economy, then it might be possible that you can get a loan that's below the interest and penalties that you may be paying for the taxes. And then you can pay off the taxes with the loan. And then you'd have to be dealing with whoever you got the loan from, typically the bank, you would think, to pay to pay off the loan. And that might be able to reduce some of the interest and penalties. In my experience, usually under normal conditions, the IRS interest rates are, are not you know they're usually pretty good you know and the if you and if you can avoid the penalties you're pretty good but again you're in kind of weird circumstances with interest rates and you know them might be artificially low lowered by government intervention so it might be possible to get an extremely low <laughs> interest rate loan possibly and so you could think about that option as well